0: You got to get some nasty coffee every now and then. Like I said, it will just really make you
1: appreciate (laughs) the
0: good stuff better.
1: Welcome to the coffee snobs podcast, where we just really love good coffee.
0: Grab your cup of coffee and join us each episode as we explore any and everything coffee related
1: from pour overs to lattes, to the coffee experience. We explore it all because, well, life's too short to drink bad coffee. Let's go. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Coffee Snobs Podcast. My name is Aaron. I am with my good friend, Tyler. Hello. How are you doing, bud? And I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. So we're going to do things a little bit different moving forward. Instead of what's new uh, with you and coffee, we're going to call it what's in your cup. I think it's going to work. I think so too. So Tyler, what is in your cup?
0: Uh currently I have been drinking some I think you say it sabor from counterculture. Sabor. Sabor Es Espanol. Um yeah, I haven't actually had counterculture for for several months. I used to get it quite a bit, but um I've tried other roasters recently so good old social media and marketing i saw uh counterculture came out with a new flavor wheel color palette whatever you call for like finding the notes of coffee and this sabor uh coffee looked pretty interesting so ordered a, a bag a box and
1: it's been pretty good yeah we got to crack that open was it was that saturday
0: yeah it was uh interesting the sabor that I received actually is a blend uh, 33% Rwandan 33% Ethiopian natural, and then 33% of a different Ethiopian bean.
1: So it's a, it's definitely a big blend, which is uh, which is very interesting it coming. I mean, that's, that's drastic region uh, combination.
0: All the beans are from Africa, but you know, different parts and a mixture of a different process, throwing that uh 33% natural. So I've tried the Sabor in a pour over and Americano,
1: and it's pretty good. I'm going to play devil's advocate. I was <laughs> uh I was hoping Always. it would be something different than it was. I will say this. From the first initial sip to when I allowed it to cool was a drastically different taste. Um, And and I think some of the notes that were on the box, you really could not tell until the coffee temperature dropped drastically. So some of the notes on the box of it saying chocolate, like you could not smell anything chocolate related until the temperature was almost, I'm going to say mild. It was to where you could take a big gulp um was the first time that i come across that flavor which was which was very interesting
0: yeah like i mean it's not my favorite blend um i've ever had but it's a lot better than you know some lower tier options didn't really stand out but to echo what you said um the initial taste and smell when it was first poured it was super hot uh it was hard for me to distinguish a lot of the the notes and flavors but when it cooled off a little bit those were more prominent. So that was maybe something unique to this coffee or actually something I'll try to pay more attention to, to all the coffees uh, I have going forward.
1: Yeah. So one of the things that I'm trying to do is not pay attention to the labels uh, or the notes on the box, because I think they're, I, I think a lot of times they're a descriptor that we're looking for instead of where the notes are supposed to be there to guide us they're they're more of a uh painting the lines, defining what the coffee is. And a lot of times you you will read chocolate on the bag like this one has, and you're looking for chocolate. And sure. so that's why I'm not saying that it was bad. It just was not what i, I was expecting. and it took a very long time in the coffee to almost be uh, very chilled. I mean it's still probably ninety degrees, but it that's drastically different than what you know it comes out of the out of the Chemex or the pour over the espresso machine. And so it took a long time to get that, uh, note that they had described for me to observe that note. So, um, that, yeah, that, the Sabre, the, it, the branding and the box looks amazing and their new color wheel. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Flavor wheel is really cool. So I recently got to travel to Raleigh and went to what I would say is probably, a Top five coffee shops I've ever been to. Most beautiful coffee shop.
0: Wow, that's pretty high standard. You've yeah, been to quite a few.
1: Yeah, so it was Heirloom Coffee in downtown Raleigh, and man, just a gorgeous facility. The equipment. You walk into it; it's high white and very early in the podcast. Uh, early episode. We talked about good characteristics of a coffee shop. Yep. And we said that reclaimed wood, uh, leather. leather but I'm gonna add a new characteristic, and it's high white, high white, high vis or just flat? like lots of white, a lots of white with big windows. And you walk into this coffee shop, and everything's white. Uh, it's got um, beautiful architecture in the ceiling, wood, and then you see on um, where the baristas stand this gorgeous pink espresso machine, like a hot d- pink or soft. Nah, pink? No, it's like a, it's like a. A paisley pink, but a gorgeous color. And then to the right of it is three siphon set up. And then to the right of that is um, a pour over set up with a ceramic. um, It's kind of like a V60 with a hole cut in it, so it takes a cone filter. um, And then two glass uh, glass setups to the right of the espresso machine where the the cash register is. They have a big tall glass cold brew system two of them actually and just it was very very good and uh you know i, I went i wish i'd have had more time and i ordered just americana very quickly i wish i would have had the opportunity to get a cortada or a latte drink because they make their own syrups what
0: uh beans were they using
1: uh i think it's little little wave or um out of durham yeah North the, yeah, out of, yeah out of durham so this americana was the most balanced Americana I've ever had. And it, the tough part about this is that it ruined you for other Americanos. It, I think, I think so. I think, um, it just, I make a lot of Americanas at work and, and our Wega machine, we have craft beans from sugar Creek and it just raised the standard really, really high.
0: Well, that that's actually a pretty good segue, Aaron, inadvertently because today's main topic is on the flip side of that does bad or not say bad but does lesser coffee or do lesser coffee experiences actually maybe make you appreciate the good that even more does the does that make the sweet even sweeter uh and i'm going to give you i'm going to start you off with an analogy dear listeners stick with me here imagine back to the time when you were 16 years old And you got your first set of wheels. Uh, Normally, a starter car is not the nicest car. Myself, I started off with, I think it was a Dodge Caravan minivan back in the 90s. And um, it's not the nicest car. Aaron, what did you you start driving?
1: I I drove an 87 Honda Accord that was
0: ragged out. Ragged out. Okay. And I'm going to make the assumption that... um, Today, you drive a slightly nicer vehicle than an 87 Accord. I do. Okay. And and I do, like I said, I'm not driving a luxury vehicle by any means, but I'm driving something nicer. So, when I was 16, I did not care. I had an automobile that I could drive by myself, and I was just ecstatic. But now, I have a car It has a leather interior, sound system, backup camera, you know, fairly standard stuff in this day and age, but... If I had to go back to driving that 1994 Plymouth, whatever it was, Dodge Caravan, minivan, I would be like, what is this crap? So let's take that car analogy. Your first car, in retrospect, was not probably that great nope. once you've experienced something better. So think about coffee. And when your standard is something junky like uh, 8 o'clock coffee or Folgers. and Or then Keurig. You, Keurig, whatever. You know, we're pretty discerning here. And then you have your first bag of really good coffee, something like Sundergrass or, uh, counterculture, something that's more finely crafted. When you revisit that coffee that you might've initially thought was good or at least acceptable, you find that, oh, this is not nearly as good as I might've remembered.
1: Yeah, that's, that is the tough part of the journey of coffee of, of just the endless pursuit of the best cup of coffee, because I think we all, um, I'm going to pick on the Aldi bag of coffee a little bit in this episode, because in, in an earlier episode, we promoted that as a, as a, one of what we think is one of the most bang budget bang for your buck. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a great bag, but, but once you start to uh, hone in or craft your palate, you start to realize that there are some like uh, deficiencies with that coffee. It, now, does it taste like what we, what most people think coffee should taste like? For sure. But it's just not the most desirable or enjoyable bag of coffee. Like, I will say this Enderly, I, I drink uh, Enderly Ethiopian, like, crazy so that's what is that's a staple at my house and after you've drank something that i think is crafted and cared for that well it just starts to raise your uh raise your what's the word tyler level of expectations yeah it it raises your level of expectations of what coffee should be and then you go to some place like heirloom uh that exceeds all expectations you know that a coffee shop is going to deliver a certain level and I that's one of the reasons why I love going into coffee shops is because I know that all of these coffee shops are going to deliver a different experience and I that's what I love about coffee every cup of coffee is going to be uh, different and so you go into heirloom and you get a Americana you know what Americana is gonna taste like you you know um what to expect and then you get it and you're like what in the world this is like a total different level of americana than i've ever gotten and i've never tasted americana like this and so then you go back to you know i we have really good equipment we don't have i i would say most of us don't have entry-level equipment we're not like think about it we've been doing this. We've been on this coffee journey for multiple years. So think about where we started to where we're at now. like started at the bottom. Now (laughs) we, we literally started at the bottom. And so uh, you, you kind of look back at where we were buying just, uh, any bean we could. I mean, now you're on trade. I'm traveling to Raleigh to pick up bags of beans. (laughs) I'm like, we're getting, uh, um, where counterculture was our kind of go-to now mm-hmm. it's kind of our fallback of like, yeah. well, I guess I got to get a bag of counterculture wah, wah. first world problems. <laughs> or it's like you get the saber, sabor, uh, sabor, and you're like, well, I mean, I guess it's okay. Yeah. It wasn't. And well, let me ask you
0: this, uh, to play devil's advocate, is this a bad thing? Because if you're constantly trying to exceed your expectations, I mean, can you imagine yourself in a couple more years looking back and, and thinking that this heirloom, for instance, this current is is not as good, or how do you view that?
1: Well, so understand that we're on the Coffee Snobs podcast for a reason. Our goal is to try to uh maybe do the legwork so you don't have to. Okay. So some of the things that we're gonna suggest, we're you know, we're talking through it, we're experiencing yeah, it. It's so all for you, go- dear listener. R- right. So our goal is to um help you craft the best cup of coffee you can. So we're always on the podcast going to push the limits, going to never settle for uh what's good today is going to be good tomorrow. Like what's good today is going to be bad tomorrow cuz we're going to come up with something that's even better or you know or we may find out that no yesterday was really good and 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 so for me I'm going I am in this pursuit of crafting the best cup of coffee, be it, um, out of a machine or out of, you know, manual brew, whatever it is. But for most of our listeners, uh, and I would love to hear feedback on our listeners. Our listeners are going to get to a level and they're going to be fine with that level. Like my wife is fine with a certain level. I mean, dude, she took all of my coffee stuff to a trip. Um, like she took our kettle
0: Pour, good pourover. coffee when traveling also a previous episode <laughs> we've covered <laughs>
1: and, and which was exciting for me but also disappointing because i n- didn't have all of my coffee stuff at the house and Aww. but but she made good coffee in her hotel room and and but she's you know her level is not where mine is and i'm not mad at it i'm dude i'm excited that she enjoys yeah a good cup prop, of coffee props
0: to her for taking a travel coffee setup
1: but it, it, what's your thoughts on it tyler like do you think that the pursuit of uh, crafting the best cup of coffee, or do you think the bad experiences uh, make the good experiences sweeter, or do you think they like it's you know what are
0: your thoughts? Like I said, I think ultimately for me, bad or let's say lesser coffee, it makes me appreciate the good the good times even more. Uh, for example, during the work week, my wife is actually a big fan of the. All these single origin bags. And, you know, if I had to pick between that and Enderley or some other higher end roasters, it's probably not my first choice. But during the week, I'm making pour overs in the morning, getting it in a cup and out the door to work. And the coffee, it's not bad, it's drinkable. However, when I have more time on a day off for of the weekend to, you know, craft a nicer bean it makes me appreciate that that more. So I don't look at it from a negative aspect. I'm like, you know, this is good, but I've gotten to the back of my mind, man, I'm drinking this Aldi's bag during the week. It makes me almost look forward to weekend coffee even more or yeah. when, I go, when I have a chance to go to a good coffee shop such as Groundwork or the Hollow Cup, somewhere local.
1: Yeah, so i I give you another example. Here recently, we got two bags of counterculture. I think it's Apollo and maybe fast forward. Okay. Uh, we were out of coffee. This is at home or work. This is at home. Okay. And we had, we have been drinking, uh, Enderly has been on, on our shelf for a long, like a long time. It's good and stuff. It is really good stuff. But what I've done is I have consistently, um, done a pour over recipe that like is consistent. Like I I have the same amount of grinds every time, use the same amount of water. Like it mm-hmm. is extremely consistent. Following so, a recipe. And so I with the Enderly bag, that's kind of what I've tailored that pour of a recipe to. And then I get the Apollo uh and man, it was um my wife after we got a few cups through the bag, she was like I know this is uh, kind of wasteful, but you want to go and buy another bag of coffee? Because, oh, wow. Because it, it just, um, it we have, I I think that we have... Spoiled yourself? Yes. I think we have really honed in our palate or honed in what we really enjoy. And so a cup of coffee is no longer just a caffeinated beverage. It's actually a desirable beverage. It's like something that we, you know, like some people like Coke, some people like Pepsi. And I would say that we have just started to understand the difference. And Let me ask
0: you that. Like the classic, you go to a restaurant, you ask for Coke, and they say, is Pepsi okay? Uh, sometimes if you're really wanting a soft drink, you might prefer Coke, but you'll drink Pepsi in a pinch. Pepsi in a pinch does that, but you're probably sitting there like, "Ah, eh, this is okay, but man, I'm really looking forward to the next time I have some Coke.
1: Yeah, and and I think where my snobbish uh comes from is like no i'll just take water
0: okay yeah you're <laughs> that kind of person it, you i learned that about you by now so
1: <laughs> so I, I was at waffle house a few uh mornings ago really he didn't mm-hmm. invite me man i love uh, some waffle house i know so i was at waffle house it was like six forty five in the morning and uh you know normally like i would always get a waffle house coffee
0: heck yeah hold 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 up <laughs> What about your nasty coffee challenge? Don't forget about that. We're going to have to keep you accountable. I mean, you're the man who ordered coffee from Taco Bell.
1: I am the man who so, ordered
0: uh, coffee. I think I'm going to issue the throw down here. You got to get some nasty coffee every now and then. Like I said, it will just really make you appreciate <laughs> the good stuff better. And more. Whatever. I
1: mean, you're, no, you're, you're, I mean, you're correct. I mean.
0: So you told on yourself there, buddy. I, I so did. So did you get to drink at Waffle House without their coffee? Just water?
1: Uh, now I brought my own water from outside. <sighs> I had a cup of coffee in the car and I drank it before I got to, to Waffle House. So I didn't need another cup. But...
0: Golly. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, where were you going with that? Sorry. You went to Waffle House and you rather than just take their, you know, probably not the best, but drinkable coffee, you just avoided coffee altogether. I did. I, well, did.
1: I, had, I had coffee in the car. Okay. So I didn't need another cup. Yeah. It wasn't like I went without. I just made sure that I got my good cup of coffee before I had to take their bad cup of coffee
0: well, that hey, hey, different strokes for different folks. I would probably still order coffee at the <laughs> waffle house,
1: but okay so, <laughs> I, yeah I know this this episode can be you know pretty pretentious and 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 sound very snobbish and uh, uh, like understand this is the coffee snobs i mean that's that's what our our goal is to find the best cup of coffee, find people that, that craft great beans that yep. care. We know that everybody's not going to have the budget or the time or the, um, willingness to devote this much time to coffee. And that, that's why we do what we do for yep. y'all. And so Spreading you know, knowledge, wherever you're at is great. You're going to realize you're going bitter. to, right. You're going to experience a cup, um, that is, is, is a game changer. And then you're going to realize that, you know, the Folgers is not great or the Keurig is not great. And, and I could spend three or four or five more minutes and, and hours a, right. Talking
0: about, <laughs> <laughs> well, to quote the great Joe Strothman, like what you like and do what you do. So dear listener, you might not be quite as pretentious as Aaron. I'm trying to be the middle ground here, but you know, if you like the white bag of Aldi's coffee, rock it, you know? uh, don't avoid coffee altogether. Like Aaron, like what you like, do what you do.
1: Well, I think, I, I think I, <laughs> I agree to disagree. Uh, no, we're just going to say, I, I agree with you. I okay, agree cool. with you. I'll uh, take that as uh, a victory. It is. I mean, I, I know that not everybody's going to be where I'm at and, and I'm fine with that. So, That's cool. uh, but listen, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Seriously. Like this is, this is something that me and Tyler talk about quite a bit because we're always trying, always trying new things. to, things. Yeah, to I'll
0: spread the news for you, dear listener.
1: Yeah. So um, w- remember, we're on Instagram. Uh, Tyler, what's that handle?
0: All right. On Instagram, we are Coffee Snobs Podcast. On the Twitter, Coffee Snobs NC. And if you would like to send a good old fashioned email, hello at CoffeeSnobs.net. Uh, if they want to reach out to you, Aaron, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram at Aaron Beaver, A A R O N B E A V E R. Uh, You can always shoot me a direct message. Uh, I love talking about coffee, and you can always come by my workplace in Charlotte, and I will make you a cup of coffee. So just throwing that out there. Hey, how about that? What about you, Tyler?
0: I am on Instagram and Twitter, Ty Dancy, T-Y-D-A-N-C-Y. I would gladly make you a cup of coffee, too, but I work in Salisbury during the week, and you're probably not going to be up there. But if you are, (laughs) swing by. And uh, also, last but not least, Mr. Chad. He is yep. busy again, as always. Uh, he is on social media, Chad Lingafelt with that silent F. Uh, and real quick, I want to give a shout-out to a new listener, Joseph Konerman. He started listening to the podcast, and I think this has inspired him to raise his coffee game. So, Joseph, thanks for listening. And uh, to all the other listeners out there, reach out to us if you have any Topics, questions, comments, anything like that, send all your hate mail straight to Aaron. But uh, that's going to wrap up this episode of Coffee Snobs. We will catch you guys shortly.
1: Adios.